So for all of you at home, we are here live in Florida, and um, I don't know if we actually said this, but welcome to the Creative Infinite Podcast. We we actually are here live, and we're doing stuff live. It is kind of crazy. There's like, how many cameras? One, two, three. And yeah, they are all currently running. Um, my life is currently falling also apart, so I'm very sorry about the production quality right now, but we're going to do our best. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll do fine. I mean, whose life isn't falling apart right now, right? Yeah, it's 2022. There's so much stuff going on. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what to do, to be honest. Like, on yeah. my side, um, my wife got into a terrible accident, and we kind of started GoFundMe, and yeah, so she hit her head really bad, and... It's not the nicest. What is falling apart in your life, Sean? Well, yeah. I mean, even before we, we move on from that, though, I do want to say, like, uh, you know, that GoFundMe is... Uh, find that link in the description. Um, it's going to be in the description of this video, so definitely help out. They're, like, the coolest cu couple in the world, so definitely uh, get some money in there. They deserve it. Um, make it so Fitze doesn't have to work and he can be around Rachel, so just give him lots of money so he can yeah. sit around um, all day and uh, bug her. So that link will be in the description. Please give any money you can. I don't know which camera to look at. I kind of stopped looking at you the know, camera. No, I'm, I'm switching usually like white or your your face. So okay. I sometimes I forget. So, But um, obviously right now I'm, I'm, which I'm camera? good. Which camera am I? So okay. this is, this is no. your camera, this is my camera, and this is the white camera. The white camera is a little bit very wide, okay. but it is what it is. It is know? what it is. But yeah, so, so so that link is in the description, everyone. So please go there, support these cool people. They're two cool creatives that deserve all the help in the world. So um, yeah, yeah, so so that link will be in the description. Um, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, my life is also kind of falling apart, but not not too bad. I mean, yeah. I'm here in Florida. It's it's all going good. Um, what's always funny is I just had a thing where I tried to get all this stuff done before the trip. Like, oh, I don't want to go to Florida and have all these things to do. But of course, like the day yeah. before I leave, everyone's like, oh, now we want to start that project. You've been trying to start for five months. So, <laughs> so like today's like, you know, meeting, 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 meeting. So yeah, I was actually really impressed because like when we talked and I'm like, okay, we got to do that podcast. I don't have a lot of time. I have some time in the morning. And after that, I want to spend all time there. Basically, mm -hmm. you're like, oh yeah, I'm renting um, a co-working space so I can work. And mm -hmm. so would you say this is like the best thing? you can do you know like when you're in a city you just rent a co-working space and get productive versus like the coffee place you know yeah i mean it's it's hit or miss you know so like yesterday you know shout out to uh peradeco i finally checked out peradeco's and st pete um yeah. and uh it's kind of nice you know so so i still will do the cafe um stuff uh co-working is just um uh, i like the co-working space because you can leave your stuff i think that's what i like about it is i can oh. kind of you know obviously it's in a cafe trusting. you can't just like walk off and go like walk around the block yeah so I do like that about the co-working space where, yeah, you could just leave your stuff and I can just go to like a bar and have a midday drink. And <laughs> I feel that um, for me, it's like it's been a while. Like, obviously, everything was falling apart with that accident. But I was like basically in a pinch. I had a wedding booked. We talked about it on the podcast. Mm -hmm. I basically had to outsource everything. And basically, yeah. thankfully, somebody came through, hooked me up. And it's better than having a no show or just canceling it. Yeah, because it's the worst thing because it happened on the night before. So it's basically Friday. Yeah. The thing happened at like 12 and at, yeah, I think four or so I, or at three, I would have to have drive to Sarasota and started setting up and do that. There's not much time to arrange like um, oh. a shooter or a second shooter. Yeah. And they're obviously not going to cancel the wedding just yeah. because the videographer can't make it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it is what it is. But 
nice mug, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess shout out, you know, you know, this guy, he doesn't shout out his stuff enough, but create before consume, you know, it's a good podcast. This guy interviews other people. So if you ever want to see interviews that don't have my face in it, then you should definitely do that. This guy is um, doing lots of podcasts. So, well, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, it's been a great trip, you know, so I, uh, I do, you know, when I tell people, you know, yeah, you know, co-working spaces are nice because they're just full of other creatives too. So that's also nice. quality people. Like that's like one yeah. of the problems where you, sometimes you go into a coffee spot and it's just like people kind of want to do stuff you know yeah it's or, true yeah it, but you know we've also had good luck in cafes though too you know yeah. so it's so it's it's one of those things you know it's yeah the co-working spaces you'll find more people like you but i think the cafe you'll find possible new clients i mean we've even had coffee yeah. before and had people just walk up and we've gotten new clients just from that so um yeah on that note like um there is no real set um thing who you meet where but mm-hmm. i'm leaning obviously you will meet higher caliber people in certain places so it's maybe beneficial to pay top dollar for top people you know what i mean like co-working space the chances are way higher that you have like somebody i really need a dedicated space and i have that income to basically pay 200 dollars a month to have like an office where yeah the the coffee guy is like i kind of am in the beginning stages or but you still have right. maybe some luck, and then there's a professional who just needs to bang out some like um, yeah tasks. Yeah, and there's like yeah, and I mean the it's also about like clients too, like you know having a, a place to have meetings and stuff. Right? It's it's kind of awkward when you like have you know some meetings it's fine to have at a cafe, but yeah, yeah. when you have these kind of big professional meetings, um, it's nice to have them come to like a boardroom, a meeting room, and things like that. So so yeah, there's parts like that. You know, the, yeah, I wasn't sold on co-working spaces till I had, like, um, someone pay for it. Um, yeah. Like, so, so I know, so I get, like, the, like, probably a lot of people are resistant to, like, that first, like, oh, I could just go to a cafe and stuff like that. Like, I could just pay for my own Wi-Fi at home. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, there's, there is something to it of being, like, in a place where you're not really distracted that's another thing at a cafe i'm a big people watcher and i have add so like if right now we were at a cafe and people are walking in you would just see my eyes doing that and that yeah which gets me on trouble on all the dates by the way but um (laughs) all the dates that he has every every date i ever have i'm just like just like rubbernecking this coming in oh she finds dogs cats i'm just like looking at yeah yeah, let's call them cats and boy uh, dogs (laughs) cats and boys <laughs> but yeah, so um, but yeah, so it's been good. You know, it's I I I love. There's I think a lot of people just feel this in general, the professionals. But it's kind of fun to work on the road too. You kind of feel cool when you're in yeah. airports and you're working. And you're that guy that's getting business done. It's like, um, oh yeah, look at me. I'm I'm doing stuff. I'm I I, yeah. I can't work from everywhere. I'm you know. Yeah, I I've, I sometimes felt like I need to go on the beach just for the heck of it. You know, pull yeah. out the laptop sunglasses oh that guy on the beach with it i haven't done that yet yeah so i'm just like just for the memes you know like okay today we're working from the beach you Uh know and just like making like something stupid like cutting reels for a podcast and not making any money it's true i mean i think the weirdest place i mean yeah the weirdest place i've ever seen someone do any work was a kayak actually there was one time we were um we were like out like uh we're just out on the side of the lake i don't even know why we're there and this guy kayaked by and he was on his laptop his kayak I was like, it's so cool. You're like a you're like a travel commercial or something. This is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you ever seen anyone working anywhere like really weird? Or? <sighs> that is a good question. Like out of top of my head, not really. Like the typical car, you know. That's like yeah. Th- 
No, not really. Most people, I just you, you also don't really realize when do people actually work, you know? Mm. Because you can do a lot of things nowadays on the phone, so you don't really need that big, you know, shunky yeah. wonky there. It's true. It's true. I mean, like depending what you do, right? Like, yeah, I, I definitely couldn't design a brochure on a phone or something. It would be well, a nightmare. Could you though? I yeah, mean, nightmare. I mean, it would be a nightmare. But nowadays, we're getting like better with the tools and whatever. It's, you know, it's you know, getting there. You know, it'll be interesting. Um, we always get into AI or AR or something. But, uh, you know, like the augmented reality of it could be really fun later. You know, the the kind of like wear glasses and then you're just designing with your hands. Yeah. Like, that's kind of an interesting. That, that is like the thing with the Unreal classes. 300 bucks. I want them so bad. You yeah. get like a 17 white inch like screen in front of you mm-hmm. and you can take it everywhere. And it's really good. Oh, quality. yeah. That's the one we, we talked we, about. We on talked the on the episode. podcast yeah. on it, but and it's out there. So I'm like, technically, it's already there. It's just like, yeah. do, you, do you have like the spare money to invest in something where you're maybe not sure if you need it? Yeah, it's hard, right? It's it's, you know, we've talked about that a lot, but the early adopter and stuff and like how you have to really... Yeah, because it's like, you know, does Adobe work with it? Does other tools work with it? Maybe not. It's so early on that their developers haven't really. So you have to be kind of okay with that when you jump into this technology of like, yeah, a lot of stuff doesn't work with it, I'm sure, right now. Yeah. But um, but that would be cool. I'm sure that, I'm sure Adobe, you know, you know the monolithic monopoly that is Adobe, <laughs> I'm sure that they're already, they're already considering it. I think there is an Adobe VR product, I think, but I can't even remember what it is. But I, yeah, I'm sure that they're already like, you know, I hope they are. I hope their developers, you know, are, are grabbing these things and being like, yeah, how do we do Photoshop in VR? How do we do Illustrator? How do we do vector points oh, in VR? I, I just don't want to think about it. Like already, like, you know, Photoshop is like one of those things where you're like, okay, I'm just like mocking a spot that I don't like and like make it disappear, you know, like yeah. weddings, like phones, when people hold phones up, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. so many use yeah. cases. It's, it's so good. It makes life so, so good. It, but mm-hmm. it kind of also destroys the reality of everything. And it's like, oh, now you have just a polish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And we've talked about that, too, of how it's, um, yeah, the kind of like there's a grunginess that's kind of cool now, the kind of realness. Um yeah, I don't know. It'll be weird. Yeah, I, I, I'd be down though. I'd be down to, for some VR kind of design <laughs> stuff. I think it could be fun. Yeah, there I was mean, a weird person in VR. I didn't like him, so let's make him disappear. Yeah, just like kind of marquee tool, and then like punch it, and then it's like content aware. I don't know. It just yeah, be really it would cool. be easy because like you would. It'd be so quick, right? Just yeah, like, the computer knows what is there know. and what you see and what you don't shouldn't see. Yeah. And maybe you have like gloves on. I don't know. Like you have like these things. So like you're even like it's keeping track of your exact (laughs) like areas and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Really cool stuff. I mean, um, but yeah. So yeah. uh, You know, it's been cool to be here getting some work done, getting some new client work done. I'm in that same place. I think it's, it's funny that we talk about like your financial stuff. You're always like freaking out kind of about like where you are, but I'm kind of in the same spot. So yesterday, I mean, money is always a topic, no matter how small or big you are, you know, like the, the, the stakes are becoming bigger, you know, like. And there's always decisions you have to make. And I, I feel like I'm not 100% sure if I'm right with that. But um, the bigger you become, the the more uh, effect your decision has. Like, right. you know, when you're a small creator, I'm like, you, I buy a camera for $1,000, you know. That may be a big decision for you at the moment, but it will not be life-changing or um, basically destroying your um, career there, you know. You would recover from yeah. it. But if you're like like a company with like... 20 people or whatever you know and you're mm. like i i feel like we, we're gonna do like a big decision yeah. on the same level 
it could really make you bankrupt or go out of business. Well, it is true. I, I, I mean, you do have a good point. Like, so, um, so like I'm a big disc golfer. Uh, so when I like go out and I, I bring someone new that disc golfs and they're like really nervous, they're like, oh, I don't want to lose one of your discs, man. I kind of tell them that like, actually like, like new players can't throw it that far. So you're not going to lose a disc where I have been playing for six or seven years. So if I mess up, that disc is in another zip code. Like, so, <laughs> so I, yeah, so I think you have something with that, right? Yeah. Like the stakes get higher and as higher. you get better because you want to grow and grow exponentially. Yeah. So yeah, so when you're starting out, you know, yeah, you can get like a, an iPhone 12 or something and then that's your whole video setup where like, yeah, if you want to have a full video production though, you got to have like mics, op lapels, stands, you know. Yeah, or you have like a bad client. Like that happened to me now with like the whole situation. I had to hire somebody I was trusting. I had no choice and yeah. I had to sub-hire somebody. But the wedding planner maybe will never work with me again, you know, could be. You know, yeah. there could be like so many things like that is a risk that I took now and the decision to make that. Yeah. Uh, bigger stakes, you know, like you can mm -hmm. ruin a name. So your name is the most important part, but right. some things have priority. Yeah. But, you know, what's what's interesting, and I think you've kind of done this. I don't I don't know too much about about this exact story, but I I think, um, you know, it's it's all about being humble in those moments. I think I've I've saved stuff before where I've messed yeah. up, but the way I handle it impresses them still. So like, you know, things like offering to give them some of their money back, um, things like offering them on their next thing, like, you know, okay, well, maybe the wedding didn't go so well, but maybe we can do something with videos, like a thank you video that you send yeah. to your friends and family. Maybe I'll do that for free, a 30 second video of you guys or something. So there's like ways to kind of save the relationship I've found. Like I've, I've missed, like, I just missed a big deadline recently um like uh, about a week ago just with like all the travel i've had some emergencies yeah. in my life and stuff too and so so but like you know i the way i i you know i was very honest with them i apologized to them and they were really cool about it they were like yeah. no it's fine thanks for communicating best, it's, it's, it's the best thing you can do be honest explain everything yeah and, you know and on the it. other end there yeah. are people you know like it's a good thing that there are people and it's a bad thing because there are people, you know, right, people right. just like, they may be like, Oh, I understand. I relate, you know, mm -hmm. or they're just like, okay, I don't like you, but I need you. And I don't yeah. give a shit, you know? So it's like, it's either or. So, yeah. but, but you have the best chances if you're honest, because like sometimes like that forces them to be nice, even though they don't want to be nice. Well, yeah, I think a lot of people, they get very defensive, right? Because everyone's like, you know, they don't want to be taken advantage of. So if they, so I, yeah. I, I learned it very early on. I, I, you know, one of my first bosses out of college, um, he was really great because he did teach me the, the importance of like de-escalating a situation. And he did it to the, to this nth degree that I never would, but he would even just delete invoices. Like he would be like, if someone was like really unhappy and like giving him a hard time, he's like, it's fine. I'll just delete the invoice. It's fine. Yeah. And I'd be like, you're losing so much money doing that. But he's like, yeah, but I just don't have the time. Like, he's like, time's money. Like, I don't, I don't, I, if they want to walk out and not pay me my $500, fine. I don't care. I got to move on to something else. Yeah. Also, it saves like the, the whole relationship, how they talk, you know, maybe that's yeah. sometimes like, because the well gets poisoned and people, and that's one thing I, I suggest to a lot of people, you know, we're, we, we both live in like mid, mid-sized cities. So, you know, so, you know, St. Petersburg, Colorado Springs, they're kind of, they're not like a Denver, they're not like a Tampa, but with that. Uh, yeah. Tampa is even small. I'm like Tampa, like I, yeah. you know, if you live long enough in a city, you know the people, you know. Yeah, and that exactly. is like a thing. If you're new creative and you just got into the place and you're just like, oh, I, I think like this is a big city. No, the, 
the city is pretty small. Like the important people know the important people, mm-hmm. and the more you get into it, like you you get a feel of like, oh, who's new in the scene, who's making some waves, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, and the interesting thing is, is you don't know who the big people are. Like I, I in the beginning, I, you don't. I always tell people, you don't know who's sisters who, you don't know who's uncles who. So you may have a client that's like like a pain in the butt, doesn't seem smart, taking advantage of you, maybe. But if you act like an ass to them, maybe their brother was a big CEO of a company, you know, and you could have you could have gotten in. So, so that's why I always say, it's like, you don't know who knows who in this town. You never yeah. know. So like, even if it's someone that's a bum, you're like, whatever, I could treat this guy terribly. It could be, um, yeah, their sister may be the CEO of a, a big company that you could have got, but you were you were yeah. you were an ass to her brother. So now she yeah, won't give you it. Yeah, and I mean, like, it also goes back to the like, you got to be a good human you got to be part of a community yeah. try to do good and then people will work with you but if you're just like okay i'm just doing what i like you know what everybody wants yeah. to do that like i, I want to do what i think is cool i want to do the work exactly. that i like and th- it will work if people if you can do it long enough but you will not be able to do it long enough if you don't have the income for yeah. You know, well, exactly. Well, it's, it comes down to the fact that you just have to be honest with yourself. You're a tool, right? I mean, and, and not in a bad way. Like you are like people need you for something. It's not about you. I mean, if it's about you, go be an artist. I mean, it's yeah. just go make your art then and go sell it to galleries or online. You know, that's it's not about you. You're a tool. They, they had a need. They came to you. On that note, like humans need to be needed. You know, it's like yeah. funny when oh, you yeah. it's not really funny, but it's really sad. There's old people, you know, and they are just like, yeah. They don't feel needed. They want to do stuff. And then they feel like, okay, why am I here? What is my purpose? And they don't have yeah. a purpose. They don't live that long after discovering, like, there's nobody they can care for or whatever. So it's really important that you, even if you feel like it would be nice to retire and it would be nice to have all that money and to do just whatever you want. It's really key to be needed to do stuff, even though you don't like it, you know? Yeah, Work yeah. is good. Yeah, work is good. You know, uh, you know, with that, I, I want to be cautionary of like, you know, yeah, but don't don't define yourself in work. I think that's one thing I've seen a lot with the boomer generation is that that generation was kind of taught like your job is your life and you need to stay in this career your whole life or, or your failure. And and I've seen it firsthand with like my dad and other and other people that are older that like when they get to the end of that road and they finally have to leave that career, there's nothing there, no hobbies, no other love. So, yeah. so that's another thing too, I would say is like, make sure you have stuff outside of your job because the job could always go away. You could always get fired. You could always have stuff end and you don't want to have a job end and be like, Oh, who am I? I, I'm nothing without the job. So you don't want that either. So so, you know, I, th- I wish our, our society was better about, like, um, just letting people take a year off, right? Take a yeah. sabbatical. I mean, I've never been able to take a sabbatical, but I've wanted one forever. I would love to take a year off and do no design and then come back. It, you would grow as a person, you know? But yeah. that, that is like the, the, the risk gets bigger the bigger you become, you know? Like, let's say, yeah. the bigger I mean now, let's say, you're now 30, you have kids and whatever, or 40, whatever, you know? The, the stakes get higher. You have to feed the family, you know? Yeah. That's why I'm like, is this kind of fine to live life a little bit crazy when you're like in your 20s, you know? Mm-hmm. Who cares? Like, yeah. you, you can restart as long as you don't like screw it up too badly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Well, and that's where, yeah, student loans are like a terrible thing because that's where like the stakes are high right at the beginning for some people. And that's yeah. where it really sucks is it's did like... You do, did you do your student loan forgiveness thing? I, um, I think it got, it got live yesterday or not two yet. days ago on the website. As a, as a web developer, you know, anytime I see beta, I'm like, nah, I don't think I'll get in that beta. I'm going to wait for after the beta because I know how my betas can be sometimes and they can, well, be, can be a mess. Don't... So I waited a little bit. I don't like to be the first one, but I don't know. I, 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 I have this weird fear that they're going to run out of money or something. Except Exactly, because that could happen, you know, on the one side that happened with like the cover relief fund. I waited too long. I could have gotten it. PPP, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, I should have gotten it. Instead, some greedy companies, they just took all the money, you know? Yeah. I'm just like, that was such a mess. I remember when I did that, my, I, I have accountant and everything that was trying to help me out with it. And it was, uh, it was, it was a mess. They like, um, essentially, yeah, within the first hour, it was like most of the money was gone. Like, it was all just like, It was insane you know i got a disaster relief loan and thank god i did i mean that um that saved my business i mean um what's funny is it didn't save my business because of covid i just it saved my business from a terrible client that followed covid so it's like oh so you know um you know i i don't know if i've talked about on this podcast i don't like to air the dirty laundry that much but i'm still <laughs> in the works of a client that owed me at one point thirty five thousand dollars and that's and even saying that camera yes, that is a little year. embarrassing because it's like i know you everyone at home's like whoa bro how did you let it get that bad and it's a long tail that I think once there's more time, I'll be more comfortable telling right now there's possible litigation and things happening. So I have to be very careful, but, yeah. um, but yeah, so, but that disaster relief loan was a great example too of like, when I took out the loan, I actually was still making five to six grand a month. Everything was actually still grand. And people are like, no, why are you taking out the loan, man? You don't need it. And I was like, Hey man, I don't need it now, but dang, it's nice to have a safety net. And if I hadn't, I, I, my business maybe would have gone down this last year. So um but yeah would it though because you're a web developer all you need is a macbook and phone come on man maybe <laughs> i know well for you like i like you know it's like yeah i could get jobs but can i get the money in you know i could i could get promises i could get people to say they want to do stuff but to get that check in your bank account sometimes takes some time you know and yeah there's you momentum know. you have to build like with everything mm -hmm. like It's really hard to break into an industry. It's really hard to get like the first client, the, the second client, have a reoccurring client that you can trust, you know. Mm -hmm. And it, after you have everything like kind of set up, you keep momentum as long as you don't break it, you know. And, right. And I, I feel like terrible for breaking my momentum. But I'm also like, it seems like in life you have to pick and choose like, you know, money, family. What was the other thing? <laughs> there, <there's> creativity no, <laughs> creativity <laughs> whatever you know you have to free things and you have to decide and i'm like on that day i decided like you know love versus money you know yeah which what which I is a great choice obviously it, i mean yeah, i would but, be i would be upset if you hadn't right if you yeah. would have left your wife's bed to go film a wedding i mean i would just be yeah i would have been like yeah. no man that's not so yeah so it gets back to like yeah you know focus on your career but yeah it should never be your full life right depending I, i think like on your goals like for some people like family is maybe not that important and i i understand that you know and i'm like there, yeah. there has to be people who are just driven for money or whatever it is or goals yeah you know if it brings society forward i'm i'm okay yeah. with that but on the one side i'm like what are my values and i i really had to thought about that really hard on that day because like mm. it could have been that i'm like basically driving out an hour shoot a wedding for four hours drive an hour back and complications happen and yeah i, I would like 
Well, right. You have to think like that, right? You're yeah. like, you know, yeah, either I sit here and nothing happens. I miss this gig or maybe I go do the gig and then she goes into a, like an emergency thing. I'm not and here. And she was on ICU the whole time. She yeah. still is. And I'm like still in the ICU. So, I mean, like, yeah. So but you, it's going forward. Right. You made, the, you made the right decisions, I think. I mean, that's that's exactly right. There's no job. There's no website that's worth like yeah. your wife. You know, there's nothing. So, yeah. No, you made the right decision. And I've done yeah. the same thing where, you know, um, like, you know, I've had family that just ends up in the hospital and I'll. um. I'll just yeah i'm like no i'll drop everything i'm doing i'll have a client meeting i'm like no i gotta go like yeah. this is this is important so yeah you do i mean um because yet again it's like it's it's all about your ability to create right so your your wife helps you create like your creativity would suffer without rachel so it's like so so even then in a weird way it's like an investment even that's like an investment in your business to be there for your wife oh, that so she can so be there cold. for you <laughs> it's, it's just an investment it's all yeah, yeah we're, we're waiting for the return it's all financial no no but um, yeah on, on that note, like right now, she's doing really well, and she's like texting me actually, and with a head injury, texting that is a big deal. You know, she's like doing so good. Um, we're assuming she's getting out of the ICU, so that's why we're doing the podcast early in the morning because she's probably still sleeping. And yeah, know. yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. Someday we'll have to have Rachel on. You know, um, we'll have to shout out some of her uh, her soap brand and things like that. Yeah. On that um, note, we're making a little lens stand ad here where we're trying to sell those they're pretty neat because you could put a camera lens on there it's top notch you have anything yeah. for sale sean <laughs> where are the mugs i like how you're very aggressive about your sale questions um yeah so we do have mugs they're on the way um <laughs> i have i've made promises in past episodes about these mugs but they are they are coming um yeah. but they'll be here soon we're, we're making them ourselves we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get nice DIY on them. Yeah, I like um, so that. yeah. So for all of you out there, keep your eyes open for uh, merch. It is coming uh, <laughs> soon. <laughs> it's all. It's always important to have a good poker face for your clients because sometimes you know some things will take time, you know, and you know you oh, have yeah. to save a situation. So a poker face is good. But oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, um, yeah. I uh yeah you gotta be careful about I, I I've kind of been a bad designer the last couple of weeks so I'll be honest with you I've been very um I've been Sean the crack the bad design. yeah the uh, bad designer. designer yeah do I have my sunglasses oh, if I had them I would have put them on just like the bad designer but um <laughs> but yeah I um yeah more I, money I, less I, website I, I did one of the things that you shouldn't do as a creative and uh, ghost your clients and I've started I did that this last two weeks where I was just like I I was missing deadlines and I like. I was in the middle of it, so I, I had to do that thing where I just went silent because, you know, you know, just like you're learning in the hospital, what the doctors have to do is, like, any little thing you say, you have to be careful, right? So you yeah. can't, like, tell a client, like, oh, this and this is happening. I'll get it to you in an hour, and then you miss it in an hour, and they're like, oh, sorry, I said I'd get to you in an hour. How about three hours? If you start to do that where you're just nervously sending emails and you're missing that, then you just even look even worse. So what I yeah. end up doing is I'm just like, just don't tell them anything until there's something worth telling them. Oh, that note, like, I was, like, thinking about, like, giving them today a heads up about, like, the video, how the situation is and mm -hmm. everything, you know, and I was like, okay, I could do that, and, um, but, yeah, do I actually have something to give to them right now? And especially now? in this case, they just got married, they don't want to, they don't want to keep talking about videos every day, right, just, like, yeah. let them enjoy being married and just get it figured out, and then once it's ready, just yeah, give usually, it to them. Usually, I have, like, you know, like, I'll, I'll get it done in a week, and this yeah. week, it's a roller coaster to say the least. So I'm like, hmm. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure they kind of understand that. Yeah, no, that they little... already they already said like, yeah, take your time. Yeah. Um, still have to figure out a couple things. I feel so bad, and 
But I don't even know what to feel right now because, like, it's a roller coaster, like I said. But yeah, yeah, and life happens. And if you genuinely feel bad, people people recognize that. I think they they definitely do. And I think, and you know, at the end of the day, you know, you can always just make the argument. And I do as a creative too. Is like, hey, I could get you something okay right now, or do you want this to be good? And with exactly. it being a wedding video, they should want it to be as good as possible. Exactly. So, so take the time. Yeah, don't. Yeah, so I think that's 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 all good. I mean, yeah, I I learned that though is like, yeah, don't don't give your clients updates that aren't helpful for them. So if you miss deadlines, just tell them like, hey, I'll check in. If you don't even tell them a time, that's okay. But just kind of yeah, like just it's also like if you hype it up too much, the expectations are rising too, and it's like yeah. you know it can't shoot you in the foot, even though you maybe have like great footage and you hype it up because it's great, and now yeah. they hear great, 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 so it must be a grand. It's very true. It's very true. That's a good point. And even, um, even like, so like when you like promise time and then you, you keep missing the deadline, you lose trust. They just lose, they lose trust in you. So then, so, you know, going forward, um, all you're, all you're constantly doing then is you're, um, undermining yourself basically. Well, yeah. Well, all the time you're like, so, so even the next project you'd be like, Oh, I'll get it done in this time. And they're not trusting you because they're like, yeah, but that last project, you told me seven times you were going to get it done at different times and you were wrong. So how do I trust you now? How do I know that you know how long it's going to take now? So, so yeah, so that's part of it too is like, yeah. So like now I miss this deadline. The deadline's missed. That's how I look at it too. Like we were trying to get it done. This one website done by this big membership meeting, the membership meeting already happened. So the deadline's (laughs) already missed. So, 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 you know, cause I've done that too, where I've like missed a deadline, but for some reason I kill myself to then get it. It's like, you already missed a deadline, man. Give it space now. Like you've no. already missed it. Like the it's also really important to have like perspective. Like the the hardest thing is like to okay certain things. Like you know, one of my managers back in the day when I was like um, rather young and I was working, I think in a pizza shop or something like that. Mm. And he said like at the end of the day, we're just delivering pizzas. Yeah. Because people are calling in 40, 50 minutes, wait times. It's been crazy. You're running your ass off and you get really involved because like they're waiting. They're hungry, you know? And you get lost in the sauce, basically. You're like, you're mm-hmm. just like running around. You have to step back. In the end of the day, whatever you're, it's just a website. In the end of the day, it's just a video, you know? Yeah. Obviously, it's maybe like the most special day of them. But mm-hmm. in the end, it could have been so much worse. Like, there's people falling in like, water like when there's like a river or something and they make the walk and whatever you know Mm -hmm. or like things are breaking or the there's so many things that can go wrong the most important part is like you you tried your best yeah yeah you know and i think that's the thing with like the the dealing with like just stress as a creative i mean there's so much to just um to unpack even with that where you yeah you you have to like or stress in general because like everybody experiences experiences stress at high levels especially right now like 2022 is like woo it's lit <laughs> it's lit <laughs> yeah no i get it yeah it's um yeah. yeah, the biggest thing that I've learned throughout all this stress for me, too, is um, just give yourself space. Like, I think I, I hold myself to such a high level that I, I get, like, too much in my own head, beat myself down in the middle of it, where, like, I just have to let myself be like, you're, you're human. Like, it's yeah. okay. Like, if you need to take the whole day off, take the whole day off. If you need to miss this deadline, so, miss the deadline. Like, For me, though, on the other hand, like, um, so when everything happened and I knew things are kind of stabilizing, I'm like, I wish I could go on to work. I wish I could, like, tape take a yeah. step into work get and busy escape yeah. and do all those things you know yeah and it really felt good doing so but then i'm also like the moment i'm not doing stuff 
then I'm thinking, you know, and yeah. that's like, you know, also nighttime is the worst time when you're alone at home or whatever. And you just like get into your head, like people get emotional. If you are sick, you're getting even more sick at night because like, I don't know, immune system is like powering yeah. down. And it's time to sleep and recover. So if you're sick, you feel the worst at night. So uh, knowing all those things, I'm just like, oh, now it's night. I'm not allowed there to visit her and you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. obviously I'm home alone too. Then I'm just like, it's like that cycle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think like, you know, for, for me too, it's also like give yourself those breaks in between things. I think like sometimes you get to this place where you just work, 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 and then you get off of work and you haven't given your brain any time to calm down. And then that's where that stress comes. Because now your brain, you've stressed out your brain all day. You've drinking coffee all day. You've worked 12 hours. And then you stop. And then so your brain's still like going crazy. But you have nothing to focus on. Yeah. Um, quick sponsor break. After these messages, we'll be back. Uh, I, can, I can put a noise gate on that. <laughs> And we're back. And we're back. Okay. Yeah. So I obviously had to um, turn off the vacuum in the back room because, like, yeah, her mom is here and she's helping me out. I greatly appreciate them. But that gave me time to adjust those cameras. So I'm a little bit darker now. Um, oh, well, maybe I'm too dark? Hmm. I think I am a little bit too dark. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back after these messages. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna have more editing on this podcast, that's for sure. Ah, uh, I don't think it's that bad. So we're and we're back. Yeah. So yeah, so I so I was kind of talking about you know breaking up your workday. You know, one thing that I tell everyone, it doesn't even matter if you're creative or not. I I 100 say uh, you should meditate every day. I tell people like literally 10 minutes, shut that brain down. And if you have a hard time shutting it down, then that's even more reason you should be shutting it down. It is um, weird because like on one side of ADHD, it's like one of those things where it's like your head is spinning mm-hmm. at 200 miles per hour, and it's just like there's so many things I want to do, everything you know, and it mm-hmm. you just kind of go bunkers and there's like certain things like I, I was like trying to make like a video about it like how to edit with adhd and yeah we talked about it like yeah noise canceling headphones it's really nice to get rid of yeah all get the noise. in the zone get in yeah. the zone tunnel vision and yeah. it's like building habits and with the meditation you're completely right it really will help you to mm-hmm. basically like oh 
that are my thoughts that are going on, but they don't matter right now. Yeah, and it's not even that it doesn't really matter. It's like, because what's interesting, so I, um, I I have to shout out Sam Harris. He's a great meditation expert. He's he's very well known in the meditation community. Um, I use his app, Waking Up, um, $10 a month. What's nice is he ha- he gives you a new guided meditation every morning that he records. Um, and in his guided meditations are, are amazing because, you know, the point in the meditation is not, you're not allowed to think about stuff. And he, what he says is, um, let the thought come like, you know, at one point, just let everything come in. Like, just know that you can't control sounds. You can't control yeah. tastes. You can't control things that are coming in. And but here's let, my problem. Yeah. Uh, so it is really hard. Like all those thoughts, I'm like, okay, this could be like a good idea and I will forget it. Yeah. Or this could be like, you know, really helpful. Or, you know, I'm like, I would be like, I need to write this down. And, you know, and that is mm-hmm. not like, you know, like I, the fear of mm. missing out with meditation i think that is the biggest holdback oh really yeah hmm. for me at least and uh, but on the flip side it's like the reward is so much better because like it's a skill mm. that you can practice and you become more self-aware and in the end if you're really good with like realizing what's going on in your life you can separate yourself really well yeah, yeah. And like, you know, that's that's kind of how it goes in meditation is like once you master meditating, then the next goal is to meditate all the time. Like there's no meditating. There should be no difference from meditation in real life where oh. where you're able to be present. You're able to have things come in. Oh, and look at him standing here just like kind of, with his like, like wash, <laughs> and like wash, you know, and like kind of wash over, you know, so it's. So yeah, so I would tell most people, you know, um, if you've never tried meditation, it feels really weird. I'd, I'd still go for it. Have the weirdness, you know, sit there for 10 minutes and, and struggle. And um, but yeah, do that daily. I, I'd say things like that, like shutting down your brain um, and just giving that space because, you know, anxiety isn't anything weird. I think like one in 14 people have anxiety issues in, in America. So, I mean, it's 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 a common thing, you know. Um, yeah so so here's the thing though like with all that medical depression anxiety uh, and all that stuff you know mm-hmm. some of the things it's like really imbalanced like you know most of the things it's like you work yeah. too much obviously you will be depressed or you know or like you have too much debt and you worry too much yeah. it's just like yeah there's mm-hmm. too much pressure on you and mm-hmm. it's obviously you're supposed yeah. to feel like that it's not like that you're like oh if i take that magical pull now uh, all that debt and fear that i have built up will be yeah. gone you know it's like you gotta work on the thing and that only gets better if you actually put the work in that's, yeah that's how i see it but obviously like some people are like oh no i'm broken and i need the medicine well yeah i mean it's because i think there's these processes are good processes i think your anxiety does help you it, it's trying to help you it's trying to say danger danger don't do that and it yeah. does help uh, help us there is times your anxiety does help you like when you get that we've talked about the gut feeling yeah like that's that's a form of anxiety that's actually helping you um but then it's like yeah it's when you give it the wheel all the time when you're always letting it control it, all it of becomes the habit you know like it's yeah. like i had a girlfriend back in the day and she like was developing ticks you know and i'm like did i turn off the the, the mm. flat iron did i close the door you know and the more mm. she tested the more it got stronger and stronger yeah, she fed the yeah she fed that monster yeah. Kind of, yeah and if you feed the monster it's not good because like it's everything is a habit you know and if you learn to like okay well the flat iron is off the house burns down well la di da right 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 that, that 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 is like what you use to break the habit but usually instinctively you would immediately turn it off so it's very unlikely that you have it on but well, it's, well, it's 
Yeah, yeah. And yes and no. You know, yet again, I think like, you know, there's like, a balance. Like I was just talking about meditation, too. It's like half of it's not even just being like, it's not a thing. Some of it's just like actually sitting with it. Why do I do this? Like, what is causing this anxiety? Why do I have to keep closing this door and like really sit with it? Like, that's where meditation can be really just nice. Marinated in the pain. Is <laughs> like, because I think, I think we start doing stuff and we don't even know why we're doing it, right? Like, yeah. you're like, hey, man, go out to this party. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think so immediately. It's like, well, why? Like, why, why did you immediately go there? Why is your brain so quick to go to, I don't want to do the party and i think things like that are like good to sit in and ask those questions like why are you like this why is it like immediate why did i not even think about it and i was already yeah. against it i think that's where you can really do some good is just questioning yourself of like why do i not even debate this i'm just i'm just reacting now yeah that's very true like reacting is kind of bad because like on the one side you want to plan your future because then you can work on it, you yeah, know? And yeah. if you're in a reactive state, what is most people just react like, oh, I have no money, I need a job, you know? What what job is hiring? And it just goes down the rabbit hole, you know? It's like, mm -hmm. okay, somebody yeah. invited me to a party. Should I even hang out with this person? Because, like, the person is, like, yeah. I don't know, doing crack, whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like you, you go down that rabbit hole of just reacting. It's not good. The more you think about like what you want what is acceptable yeah. you know or what is your goal the better you off well yeah yeah and i think like it's yeah it's it's zooming out i think it's just zoom out like even if like you're in this little thing you're thinking about like oh that party or all that or that person or that job or whatever zoom out you have such a huge life right around that like what yeah. is this little thing in comparison to your whole life it's nothing usually yeah and yeah everything is like with perspective <laughs> yeah exactly i mean yeah and i think like with that you know as a creative um one cool thing about being a creative is we can kind of create perspectives like that's what we do I, for our clients is we're kind of creating perspectives so true, why not do true. that for yourself yeah and it, on that note like um you know if you're in a bad mood it's like all focused on what do you focus do you focus on the bad or do you focus on the good like one of my yeah. things that i really focus on in the morning Mm -hmm. I will have a nice cup of coffee. It's really easy to achieve, you know. It's very yeah. unlikely that I will not get my cup of coffee, you know. Like, I can't yeah. really make sure I get this. And I make my happiness depending on the thing that I can control really well, you know. Or when mm -hmm. you're on a walk, for example, here in Florida, there's palm trees. So I'm like, oh, the palm trees look really nice. The sunset looks really nice. Mm -hmm. And I'll actively focus on the nice thing. And you can do that with whatever you have. You just yeah. actively have to look like what is actually nice. Yeah, yeah. And yet again, it's yeah, it's just breaking and giving that space of like, yeah, when you're thinking about palm trees and sunsets, you're not thinking about deadlines. You're not thinking about anxiety. And um, yeah, it's... It will help you though with it because like you will be yeah. more relaxed and you're just like, okay, what is the next step? Yeah, it's, it's very weird. Like, you know, especially as creatives, we're problem solvers, right? So we think like if I focus more on it, I can solve it, but it's almost opposite. It's yeah. like... The less you care, the better you are. Yeah, you're, you'll fix it by not, not doing stuff sometimes. Not saying that's all the time yet. Yeah, you, should, you should still work on yourself you should still do that i'm not saying out there like just ignore it ignore all your mental it's not problems. like the stock market where you put money and it just happens to grow or yeah well right now it's probably like disappearing <laughs> i was like i don't know about that i don't uh probably not, a good, not, not a good example this is not financial advice for you at home <laughs> no, yeah no but but yeah usually it back off your head you just work on problems that you have you know and it's like it just solves yeah. itself well, yeah, and I think like, you know, and I think that's a kind of a good segue into like creative energy in general, right? I mean, because, you know, that, that anxiety. I saw what you did there. I'm like creative energy. Woo! 
Yeah. They're all of you at home. That's probably the smoothest segue we've ever had. And we even, it was so smooth, we had to like make it unsmooth just now. But, but yeah, sorry. Uh, I, I, have, no, it's totally I have a cool. tendency to make it like, you know, take it in the meta. Someday, when we get to episode 72, I feel like that's going to be the smooth one. But, anyway, um, but yeah, no. So I think like, you know, so with creative energy, it's interesting because anxiety is sapping that creative energy, right? I mean, yeah. I'm sure everyone out there has had this happen where they've, they've had a project that they just can't wait for it to get done. It's caused so much anxiety. The project finally gets done. They finally deliver it. And then you have another project kind of slide in and you're just like, what do I do? And you're like, you're like thinking like, should I even do this anymore? Like I I've had that. It's yeah. and that next project. It's not their fault. It's, it may even be like a great fun project, but you just like sapped so much out of yourself yeah. in that last project. You're just like, you're not going into the next project with a full tank. Yeah, I always say like, we're like kind of like Sims characters, you know, the more you manage your moods and your balances, mm-hmm. like, you know, you want to be in the green everywhere. You want to have your food, you want to have your sleep, you want to have, you know, all your needs taken care yeah. of. So you have enough energy to be actually like, okay, I can deal with that. And like, if you overworked then, or the project was like too painful, yeah, you know, it's a thing. It is, it is, and it's it is true, because it's like, I think we think of ourselves as like, just these machines, right? Just just turn it on. It's not like your computer ever goes, yeah. like, I don't feel like it today. Well, sometimes it does, but, yeah. <laughs> but you know. But there's actually also a funny thing, like, it's not really funny, I, there's not like a phrase that I use, but creatives, the mm. more depressive they become, the more good they become. Like, it's like, it's nearly like, okay, like when an artist becomes like really sad or whatever, they can make very emotional work. And, you know, it evokes like thought because like it's, it really <laughs> hits close to home. And I'm like, sometimes I feel like, do you have to kind of destroy your life just to become an artist? You know what I mean? Like to write that emotional song to do, you know, and I don't know. That's a very interesting point you bring up, right? Because like, I think as an artist, yeah as a musician yeah um when you start to talk about like kind of more service creatives your designers your videographers your copywriters things like that probably not probably not i almost feel like some of the best creatives i've met have it together they have this kind of calmness about them what creatives do you meet i I know we need to we need to get that we need to get them on this podcast but yeah um but yeah so i I don't know. It is interesting. I, I will agree that some of the most creative stuff comes from the worst places. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I I don't know if that works so well when you're like a service type of creative. I, I think like there's like a, a stage to it. You know, like if you're a beginner and you're just like, okay, I'm getting a, a bunch of face tats now, and I'm like become a SoundCloud rapper. You know, and you never actually went into a studio, have all the skills collected that you need to actually do that. It's probably not the smartest move. You're actually doing something really, really dumb, you know? Yeah. But but like people like that who actually have skill and developed everything mm-hmm. and they go down that path, it might be, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, and even those like face-tatted rappers, maybe they'll become something awesome once their stuff fails and they, they feel that pain and then they come back and then it's actually really good, you know? So, yeah, so it's... So yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say that you always have to have pain, but it is good. It is it is helpful, right? Like yeah. if you have something just totally destroy your life, that doesn't Monetize. mean your creativity's over. I mean, that's that is a good time. I mean, like some of the like, you know, as a musician, some of the best things I ever wrote were yeah, during breakups and during things yeah. um because you feel it. You like really feel that emotion. And um there is something to that. And arguably designing things, doing videos and stuff like that emotionally, um, at least for the artistic stuff, you could probably come up with some good stuff just being yeah. emotional. 
Um, I mean, that that is actually what you really need. Like, nobody will watch a video that's just, like, boring, you know? That's, like, then, like, a company video. You want to feel things. Like, we, as a human, are, like, mm -hmm. addicted to feeling. And people don't really actually know that, like... Yes, you're also addicted to pain. Like it's yeah. like you you want to feel you know that's why you want to listen to that sad song. That's why you want to do yeah. all those things, and then you go down the rabbit hole. But it's actually not helpful to like um, marinate yourself in that pain. Um, you know, so it's probably yeah. better to just like okay, yeah, I'm forcing now positive music when I'm like down. You know, and to yeah. offset that, but you will not be happy about it, but it will help you. You know, yeah, it's it's tough it's like yeah part of it is you do have to deal with the pain for sure and sit with it kind of like i was talking about meditation like understand it sit with it figure it out but um but yeah but also yeah there's a time where you do kind of need to just park it to the side you yeah. know so in our life yeah we have i'm always doing things that are very happy and joyful a lot of my videos and a lot are my videos a lot of my clients oh, he got the vlogs uh -oh. and everything <laughs> i'm actually a videographer secret now but um, everybody is to be honest <laughs> but like you know so like a lot of my projects you know they're very lighthearted and and, yeah. and they're lighthearted people even that i work with so so that's been really hard sometimes i have a hard time but then i have a client meeting i can't get on the client call and just be depressed and angry and yeah, angsty nope. So you, you want to work with that but, either, but you also know? you don't you want to be genuine too. You yeah. don't want to be disingenuous. So that sometimes can be hard of like how you have to you have to bring yourself back to a happy place, um, especially when stuff. What's really interesting, what I think is like a, a sign of like a very experienced creative is someone that can get feedback and stay happy. Like yeah. I can sit here and say what you just gave me, I don't like at all. You've not you've not hit the marks at all. Yeah. But in not instead of getting defensive and like angry and just you, you don't even have to say anything, but just that energy that kind of like yeah. you kind of do this and you kind of like sit back. Yeah, and you're just like thing, in the mood. Which I do sometimes. I'm not gonna. I, yeah, and but like yeah to to fight that urge. I'm like okay no 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 please yeah. tell me no this is all great no this is this is fine i mean like if you're an established creative and somebody gives you feedback um you're ready to deal with that and you want that you know yeah some people get like kind of destroyed by it and they're like okay i'm stepping yeah like if you're mm -hmm. a beginner you picked up a camera somebody roasts the crap out of you yeah. it's just like you you put the camera down you probably put it for sale and you're like this wasn't for me you know but where you're like a more experienced one, you know, you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. I kind of get it. He maybe has a point or you understand enough about the topic. And you're just oh, like, yeah. you let like things like, no, I did this on purpose. I was aware of the fact why I did this. And I can't understand why he sees that, but he does not know this. Yeah. You know, then then you're like more accepting of like critique. And then I think, yeah. like you know, that will keep you like... Um, in a good state if you can accept um criticism and just like keep on pushing yeah and uh, if you're a beginner just uh, just accept the criticism and be like okay i don't care i'll just do it anyways till you realize why you do what you do or you just like force your own style yeah and the only thing i'd like to add to that because that was great is um you know don't lose that when you get experience too it's not just for beginners you yeah. know i've i've struggled with this too like i've been doing this for over a decade now so to, to have someone be like you're doing that wrong I, I feel the sense of like, well, you, how you dare don't you? Know. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, you don't know, actually. I'm experienced. I'm a senior level designer. But like, <laughs> but you know, it's, I, I think like you stop growing once you stop listening. Yeah. And, and you, so you have to keep listening. You, you have to like, even if you think it's coming from a bad place, you have to at least like file it and be like, okay, cool. All right. No, I'll take that. Okay. Yeah. On um, that note, though, like, I saw, like, I hate giving notes, sometimes critique, because, like, now I'm feeling like a douche canoe. Like, who am I to give you, like, um, input? At least you put work out, you know? That is not mm -hmm. my new standard. Like, I don't really care how good the work is. 
as long as they produce more than me or at least like they produce content because like yeah it's 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 a good thing hey at least he went out probably something went wrong on the shoot or you know he missed whatever and i completely understand it as long as you show up and you put the work in well you're good with me you know obviously it would be better to be like the the cream the love the cream but yeah 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 and I, i you know i think like like so if you were to ask me like what's the one thing you see in freelancer freelance creatives that are consistently they're doing wrong like young freelancers and it's it's the ability to take feedback and to get feedback i can't tell you how many times i i try to give a young creative feedback or a critique and they they don't know how to take it like they don't they either like nod their head and don't take any notes and you can just tell they're just gonna erase <laughs> it the second that you leave are they just like no 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 you don't get it you don't get this and you're like yeah but you like and you're like saying things that are obvious like right like like for you as a videographer be like well the text is going to be out of frame yeah man but that was my stylistic choice like they're just arguing yeah. each thing you know if if you want a good reason to go to art school if there was one good reason that that i would say if like what what did i pay for in art school like why did i why am i still paying this debt yeah. for art school is is the ability to learn how to critique. I mean, that that really is a skill. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, that first critique of art school is really funny, right? You have these... You <laughs> I have, don't know if it's funny. <laughs> oh, it's not at the time. In retrospect, it's like you have tears, you have people angry. Because cause if you think about it, art school is like a really funny social experiment. You you kind of take, you cherry pick these snowflakes from all other towns, right? I was the art artistic guy in my group. I was the artistic girl in my group. I was the artistic guy in my group. And you put them all in this group. And this then room. you hire a bully. And, and, and it is, it's ragtag group of people you have this girl that's like a like gothic and has like all this cyberpunk stuff and then you know you have a guy next to her with like this like mohawk and then you have like this guy that's like in a full suit jacket for some reason so you just get these weird personalities i just have like an 80s textbook in my head where it's just like you know you have all the stereotypes (laughs) it's just like yeah the punk and the businessman and whatever but yeah but yeah so critiques you know i think like you know the ability to 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 take a critique and to give a critique is um is such a skill that you need to you have to learn you know um like you shouldn't you should never be against people giving you advice you should be thankful you should be hoping people give you advice you should be begging people to give you feedback and advice on what you're doing and i i completely agree and i think like the other thing you also have to do is like put the time in to actually adapt you know like yeah we, we mentioned like for example with the youtube thing you're like mm-hmm. yeah you, you did this and that and the text was like out of that because it will be in colliding with youtube's text and whatever exactly. i'm like i knew but i was like you know in a bad spot and i'm like okay i put that on the list to you yeah. know think the next time about it like oh when i did the upload you know and i'm like I know it's not the time to upload, but I need to upload or something yeah. else is happening. I think, though, I uploaded in the morning, but it was not the day that we usually upload. And that, the algorithm maybe learned that. But also, yeah. on that note, I actually was in a thought experiment mm-hmm. because I was like, sometimes on YouTube, you know, you got to collect data. And sometimes mm-hmm. you want to collect data and you do something on purpose wrong. Because, like, there's yeah, maybe if you, if you would make an upload on Monday, but you usually always upload on Friday and you know those results will mm-hmm. be on Friday, will be like, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And now you try on Monday or Thursday. You got to do that, too, just to see what would happen, you know. Yeah, especially. Could, it could be you're missing out, you know. Or, obviously, we did not miss out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, you know, especially since we're early on, I think anything that's early on, that is the time to experiment. You know, you don't yeah. have an audience of a million people and a lot of people view that as a curse, but it's also a gift of like, yeah. you, you can, can try, everything. you can mess up, you can, you can do stuff on the fly. Um, you know, so, so yeah, it's, it's failure is not a bad thing. I mean, I can't tell you how many people these last few years I've had to explain, like, don't be afraid of that word failure. It's not like a mean, angry, vicious thing. It's, it's the it, best thing you can like, do. Like, even what you just said is you were like, I will get better for the next video. I'll get better for the next video. And that's the way to think about something. You know, you can tell like uh, an immature creative because they act like every project is the project. Like yeah. this is the website. This is the video. Like, like you saw me when I had the new camera and I'm just like worrying how to find the stream mode, you know, yeah. I'm like bought the camera new and I'm like, oh, it has a cool feature. So I can have like now via USB cam uh, cable and I can stream. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, people would be like if they get self-conscious, they don't do stuff, you know, and it, like you give me a critique. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. What if, you know, Sean, yeah. you know, and it could it could destroy them. Are you fight it? Yeah. Or you're yeah. like, you know what? No, I like my text there. I'm not going to stop doing yeah. it. I don't care what YouTube does. Yeah. And, and but but like, I think like yeah. you have to reflect and you have to be like aware of everything. And like yeah. there's many things you don't know. And at the time, mm. I did not even thought about that. But I know like why I did what I did and why I did not pay attention. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah, because it, we're all growing. I mean, we're all learning and growing. Yeah. It's not like you know, uh, it's not like we're all taking master classes for every new thing, right? Like, so you did clips on YouTube. It's not like you took some like certified course no, to do I'm, that. I'm like immediately like, oh, what? new feature. Let's play with yeah, it. Yeah. So that's school starts. That's the first day of school. So that's, yeah. that's, what's interesting is like, think of, think of your career as school, really. Like you're, you're still on in school forever. On that note though, on that note, um, on that note, on that note, <laughs> did you do already a story with the um, YouTube app? This what? Oh, have I done a clip or a story? You know I haven't. You've been doing it all. <laughs> I need you to to get You're just trying to shame me on camera. I, exactly. I, I Sean Craig, me. have not done any clips on YouTube, and I feel terrible for these things. <laughs> I hope our relationship is but, going but, to, to last through this. We're, but here, here, here's my segue. We are though. seeing a marriage counselor, everyone. <laughs> but here's the segue, you know. It's really hard to critique certain things if you don't actually try it, you know. Like, you know, if I wouldn't be, like, into video, it would be really hard for me to critique... Uh, critique a videographer you know yeah but if you're a businessman you will critique a videographer you know yeah just you come up with whatever yeah, yeah like you you know from your clients your clients will critique your website and they will critique your choices mm -hmm. whatever it is and they actually have no freaking idea why whatever how hard is something you mm -hmm. know there's like so many things to consider obviously they don't need to be an expert you know what i mean it yeah. would be it would be weird if they would know, you know, but sometimes they don't know and you just have to understand that they don't know why they don't like it. That's and a good point. It's a very good point. Um, yeah, I think us as creatives, we assume everyone knows our language. We yeah. assume that like if you show a client a video, he's going to say like, oh, you didn't do the rule of thirds or oh, you didn't, you know, he, 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 they don't know this stuff. Like they, yeah. you know, the, the best feedback they'll give you is like, you know, if it's a business didn't person, like it's, it. it's just business feedback. It's like, well, this doesn't really meet the business goals or this yeah. doesn't really meet like where this will be. So but yeah, like I've had plenty of times like that where I've 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 come into a client meeting expecting them to give me some rich feedback and they're <laughs> you know, I've even had them you know, they miss things like misspellings and stuff. So you have yeah. to be very, you know, careful with the feedback too. That's why I say like you should want feedback because I'll tell you what, like if you're a creative out there and you're tired of getting feedback, just wait cuz you're going to get out there in the business world and you're not going to get any feedback. What you'll get is yeah. like 
I don't know. It just doesn't work. We just don't like it. I can't tell you what it is, but the board in us, yeah, Yeah. we just decided we just don't like it. So here's the other part, though, to it. It's like on the one side, they say A, but they mean B. You know, they're like, okay, this is too, uh, you know, they say something, this is not cinematic enough or not um, fast enough or whatever they come up with. Yeah, yeah. But that's actually not the problem. You have to figure out what is the problem and Uh you have to take in consideration whatever they say. Like they maybe say, I don't like the colors on the website, but they are completely in line with the color theme. But it's basically maybe Mm -hmm. just the arrangement. And because of the arrangement, the one color pops a little bit more, whatever it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I think we're like the empathy that we can do is we just know that they're thinking in business goals. So like you as a creative, you need to come in with business goals when you start the whole video, you know. Uh, you know, in like your case, a video, like you may be like, I want to try a new technique and that's cool, but you need to, before you even think about techniques, layout concepts, you need to put, you know, into the, into the fold, the, the what are the business goals? Cause that's, I can't tell you like how awesome that, that makes any client meeting when you come in, like when I show a website, um, I don't go into like, it's kind of funny. I almost undersell the creativity sometimes. Like I'll go, like when I'm showing a prototype for a website. Oh, I have five cookie cutter projects here. (laughs) Pick and choose, please. (laughs) But like what I'll do is like, you know, so as I'm rolling through it, I won't be like, oh yes. And look at this splash of lime green we use there. And oh, we use this serif topography. And on that note, let's say we we got, (laughs) on that note, if we got through all the creative critique and everything and you know, like, your client maybe will be not like the happiest with it or you think like it's actually not the best mm-hmm. piece of work I, I feel like there's an art to selling your art like let's say you present your art and you're just oh, like 100% you know like they, you, you could present something really awesome if you phrase the first couple words or you present it the wrong way they maybe look for mistakes. They maybe look for certain. Isn't it really funny, right? Like, so yeah. we're we're in a career about making people's presentation really good looking, but then we forget about our own presentation. Yeah, it's like the cobbler's children it, have no shoes type of thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you're a hundred percent right. I mean, like, and I can't tell you how long it took me to figure that out outside. Like, well, in art school, it's all about that. They really do hammer in of like it's all about presentation. Yeah. It's all about presentation. But I'll tell you what, like, once I got out of art school, it took me another five or six years to really realize, like. Sean, like when you show a logo thing, like go through a PowerPoint and actually do the time to make like, you know, like a slide transition and all these little things like, I think that is even not that important. Like the most important part is like that you're like um, very self-confident, you know, and Mm -hmm. when you have a presentation and you're like insecure and whatever. They will read that insecurity wrong. They will read it like Mm -hmm. you did something. It maybe is a great art piece and it's like awesome. But they read that insecurity and they're like, oh, he probably fucked something up or he did not do a good job. And they just mm-hmm. ignore everything else about the art. And they're just trying to figure you out. Why? You know, and it happens a lot with people when their life is falling apart. They're, they're getting sad and they're at work and well, getting yeah. fired. Because well, like, oh, yeah, so it's, his life is falling apart. So something is wrong, you know, and they look for stuff. Yeah, they look for stuff, you know, and I think it's it's also about your confidence in the presentation. I've I've had this happen before where I've like um it happens a lot of time with like logos where I, I like I've created these beautiful logos. I've got to present to like a board or something like that and and I messed up on the presentation. Like there's like a misspelling. So that so now my confidence is is terrible as I present. Um and that that really does a lot of harm is um you know, when you're when you're like not confident about your own stuff as you present it, that that reads too. I mean, I think like they they definitely can read that you're 
that you're not confident about that work. They see your body language. Like, you know, you look at the presentation slide and you, instead of logo designs, it says logo assigns, you know, you forgot the D they may not notice it, but now your body language is like, Oh God, I met, I messed that up. So, so what I would say to everyone too, is like, you know, if you want to get that little creative juice, when you present stuff and go in for a critique is make sure to plan in the process, at least an hour, if not multiple hours on the presentation itself, you know, you should have slides put together. You should have templates ready, like for your thing to show stuff, you know, like if you're always presenting logo designs, you should have a PowerPoint or an InDesign template file to run off of, you know, you shouldn't be last second, right before the meeting, throwing your concepts on something and then just quickly putting out a PDF or you for video, you know, you should, you should have a cool way to present it. You know, I think a lot of videographers, especially videographers really should do a better job of that. I mean, I can't tell you how many videographers, you know, they're, (laughs) they just have something on Venmo or something, which is good enough, you know, to kind of like, I I think I said Venmo, sorry, I didn't mean Venmo, but I mean, they have something like on, on some video type of place like YouTube or something, an unlisted video, and that's how they show it. But you know, you could have a cool thing on your website where you plop it in. You could have like a brand. So many ways, like on, on that note, like, so there's also a thing, like, let's say you have an event or, you you have a presentation and you don't feel well and you're like you know you're underprepared there's mm-hmm. certain things you can actually do that actually are good for you you just basically have a playlist with music that gets you pumped everybody has like some mm. uh, for me it's like uh, Kanye West you know and I'm just like I'm rolling in I'm just like listen to that okay and I'm just like so full of myself it's a very controversial person to bring up during <laughs> these times but yes. yeah but I mean just like in general <laughs> because like he's like um he's going full out in his eye. But it's true. Like go to that level. Like, you know, he's, he's up here thinking, you know, you know, he's Jesus, you know, Jesus or whatever. Yeah, whatever. And like, but yeah, get to that level. Like, you know, get pumped up. What does get you believe in yourself, you know? And Mm -hmm. if you in that right mindset and you believe in yourself, you will present yourself. Make, make sure you wear some nice clothes. Make sure you make your hair, make sure like all those little things that will help you to feel confident. And that's what you need to sell your art, even though it has nothing to do with it. Yeah, so that's why I was saying earlier, you know, like, yeah, a slide transition on PowerPoint seems like such a stupid little detail, but you get a million of those set up, how could you fail? You yeah. know, how can you? And so I think it's, um, yeah, and like, I, I used to say this at, uh, when I was a driving instructor back in the day, but I always say, like, practice how you play, right? Practice like, how you play. I like that. Yeah. Like, you know, if, you're, if you want to, like, if you want to impress people, then do it all the time. There should not be an on and off switch. It's all about the raps. Like, be per- raps be professional all the time. Yeah, always listen to Kanye West. <laughs> but like, <laughs> no, that, that's um, Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. Raps, raps, raps. I would like to see Arnold Schwarzenegger rap. But, um, you know, I think so. So, yeah. So it's it's really it's it's an interesting thing. The kind of the, the confidence, the presentation, you really you really have to. Yeah, you really have to focus on that stuff because that, that is kind of everything. Um, and then, yeah, and just focus on the business goals. That's a big thing. Like if you if you're creative, you should you, you even if it's just look at some YouTube videos, you know, it, you know, we've talked about Gary V. We've talked about other things, but there's plenty. There's tons of awesome business podcasts out there. Business Insider, you know, follow some of those and like get better at the language, because that's one thing. Yeah. A lot a lot of us creatives, we, we talk in creative stuff all the time. But man, if you can get good about talking about ROI and, and SWOT analysis. Yeah and and you know um and just like understanding how a company works right like understanding as a creative that like you have to hand this off to them and they need someone to put in content or they need this and that and and just knowing that the more you know about their world once they feel that empathy they're like oh okay like like you've done the research you you know how we operate like there's no doing wrong then well there's also doing wrong like on that note like i had like um let's say you're on the phone you meet a client and 
you go off on them and basically you talk about all those things they did not even consider or didn't want to think about and you basically overrun them with too much information and they're just like i just want a simple website and now you're, you're asking mm. about your life life's goal you know like they're, they're you kind of have to root uh, read the room and just like you know yeah, I actually have a story they, they, recently of that. They, they, yeah. There's a mound that you should ask and talk about, even though you know the language. And you want to make sure that they know that you know. But sometimes it's better to be like, yeah, read the, the, the situation right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, yeah, so I have a great example. So there was this one client that I have that I was trying to get another videographer that's in Colorado. I was trying to get him a little bit of work on. And because he's a really he's really good creative, too. So I was not nervous about this meeting. Yeah. I was like, he's going to knock this out of the park. But so he went into the meeting and, you know, he, he started asking my client about himself, which you would think would be good. Right. Like, oh, so like I just want to know a little bit more about you. Like, what's your style? What's your goal? Why did you get into this? And that seems like good questions. But but once he left and, and it went well, the, the, the meeting yeah. went well. And I kind of just stood back and let them talk a lot. And then once 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 he left and I kind of turned my client I was like, hey, what do you think? My client's like, I don't want to use him. I was like, oh, I thought that went How? really, really what, well. What, what was wrong? And he was like, this isn't about me. He's like, this nonprofit is not about me. And all he did is just ask questions about me. He didn't ask questions about the nonprofit. He didn't ask questions. And I was like, wow. And I even missed it. I was sitting right yeah. there and I thought it was going well. And I was like, and I kind of was like taken back. I was like, so you're they, right. They, he did it. And it isn't about you. It's yeah. about the goal. On, on that note, it, it is really like the, the, the thing, you know, you have to step back and, you know, and mm -hmm. I forgot the point that I wanted was like trying to make, but um, it's really important to ask the right questions. It is. Yeah. And like you said, read the room, read the room, you know? Um, yeah. And, and, and yeah. And, and for me too, and I've only started doing this this last couple of years is right after a meeting, you should always, if you, if you can, is take notes after the meeting of how it went what could go better what did they say because if you wait if you wait if you're like you don't you don't do anything yeah. you lose a lot of that and then you don't get better you don't yeah. you don't know so i got my thought back my thought was like okay he was in his freelance mindsets who is judging my work you know yeah and he was like okay i will send the video to the guy i want to do mm -hmm. whatever he likes and the guy already knew it's not about what I like. It's about yeah. the people. Mm -hmm. It's about the, the the personas that you have. Like if you do like a project, you yeah. have your ideal audience or ideal personas. And you're, you're optimized for them. If you think about that, like who is mm -hmm. actually my target audience? Who is like... 100%. Yeah, you know, 100%. and if you do that stuff, you're already like really good in the game, I think. You know, like I struggle with that mm -hmm. because I don't know who likes my stuff. Mm -hmm. I should just pick a person and like generate the person and be like this type of person i want to like my content and great content for that yeah. but he's just like okay I will, if i make the video this guy will see my video and i need to know is he a happy person sad person is he like you know and all those things so he can stereotype the video and put it together as the thing you know yeah yeah what know. is good because in the end that guy who is judging the video he maybe will be saying he wants to have his personas represented in the video but he mm -hmm. still will judge it as a human with the things he likes yeah and i think you have to think sometimes as your clients as students in a way right you're trying to teach them too you're trying to bring them along so what's the how do they learn how do they how do they learn best right like yet again don't go into these things assuming your clients going to be on your level they're not they don't understand yeah, you don't you. know though. that's why they hired you so you you have to teach them you have to see what their learning style is do they yeah. do they learn by seeing do they learn by hearing you know so you got to test that stuff out really quickly you know come up with your own way of just kind of, of seeing how they react and you know that's why that first 
first meeting is so important because, you know, what's really, what, what I always like to do is like when I first meet people, is I, I try to not jump right into design. It's really funny when they try to do that, like right out of the get go. Okay. Yeah. So we have a way I'm like, no, 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 hold on. Like now, now don't do it. The, the guy I just told you about where like the whole conversations about them, but I like to like, just like kind of like get a good sense of who they are because you'll tell a lot. You can see. Yeah. Whatever if, you say gives everything away. Yeah, yeah. See how they react to things. See how they react to pushback. See how they, see how they use the terminologies you know it's really interesting you know um, like i like that aspect the most because like when you meet somebody for the first time um especially in a video world mm -hmm. the more inexperienced they are the more they talk about their work the more they want to show you and they're just mm -hmm. like hey i can do this and this and look at what i did and like how great i am and you know and they just want to convince you how great they are exactly. instead of like Oh, if you you feel like comfortable, you just don't care what the other person thinks. Yeah, it's so funny. Like as I've gone through my career, it's so funny how like the work you've done does take a back seat because it's a lot of it's word of mouth. That's still the yeah. best marketing out there is word of mouth. And so like for me, it's funny. Like so many meetings happen where like I don't show anything that I've done. Yeah. But I say so much in the meeting, they're like, I don't even need to see it. Like yeah. you literally just by how you talk. You're empathetic. I saw that you take notes, which, by the way, we haven't talked about that, but take notes, people. I can't tell you how many dang creative meetings where, like, I have, like, a subcontractor or something next to me, and yeah. I'm taking notes. And I'm like, cool, man, did you get that? And they're over there, like, just scribbling in their book. It sometimes just looks good that you do that. It's, like, it's also like, yeah. one of those things. Exactly. Even if it's, like, garbly gook, just take the notes so they at least know that you're listening. People love that. They, they, I've even had clients literally stop what they're saying. They're like, oh, I'm so glad you're taking notes. Like, because, like... And you're just writing down what you want to do on the weekend. So for <laughs> lunch i think i'll <laughs> but you know so it's um yeah and for creatives too you know this is a little off topic but i i have you know i've i had someone recently I, I used to work with that she was like more of an illustrator and i i never did tell her this because she wasn't like really a great student but i i you know don't scribble in your notebook during a meeting. I mean, I know that that may be your way that you listen best. People, people gawk. It but people appears. take it the wrong way, especially a business guy. A big CEO doesn't have a lot of time. Had to schedule this out. He only has 30 minutes. And here you are scribbling palm trees on your notebook while he's trying to tell you his goal. Don't do that. Yes. I know I know creatives. I know I used to be one of those creatives that like I listen best when I'm sitting there creative, being creative. But... You really have to not because people it's do read it the wrong line. way. People read it the wrong way. It's a fine line. You know, like people are curious. People want to see what is actually going on in his head or like, oh, what, what do they actually write down? Yeah. What was the important stuff there? You know, they're just curious. And then they look and then they get disappointed if it's not the right thing. You yeah, know? exactly. Especially, yeah, when you talk about like sketches, right? They're imperfect. So even that's part of your brand yeah. now, that little scribble you're making on yeah, the book. Yeah, and it's like they maybe see it and they maybe judge it the wrong way. And it's just like, yeah. It's all yeah. about presentation, and it's like, mm -hmm. um, let's say, like, I had that thing, like, with the wedding, and I'm just like, you know, I, I should be very worried about it, but I'm I'm, I'm mm -hmm. confident in myself, and I know I can do better, and if I would have shown up, you know, I would I 100% know mm -hmm. I would have been fine, you know? And that's why I'm like, it's really important that you have to have the confidence in yeah, your work yeah. and everything. Oh, because, yeah. like, the next time when you talk to a client, you will think about the thing that didn't work, and you will think about the things, you know? Mm. So it's like... Having the portfolio is obviously very important, but also knowing your skills is also important because, mm -hmm. like, either one of those two will basically determine if you can convince the client to book you. Yeah. So, so I mean, so for all of you out there that you don't have a portfolio, all you've done is hypothetical creative projects. You've never even had a real client. You're like, how the hell do I get in? How do I even prove to someone to pay me? 
talk better, practice talking, listen to people talking, listen to podcasts like this, hear some of the terminology. If you don't understand something. podcasts like that. I mean, if you're a freelancer, you're creative, you need a podcast like this because like Mm -hmm. we give out. We give all our nuggets away, our golden nuggets. Yeah, we give them away, and for even free. and even the pieces of coal too. I mean, we're 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 telling you, <laughs> there's a lot of coal. There's a lot of coal that we're sledging through, and it's cool for you guys out there to like see us even go through it because yeah. we've said plenty of times this podcast we don't have it figured out. It's not like we're oh, we're right. like we're we're in the middle of it. We're like yeah. still in the middle of the whirlpool with everyone else. But everything is a journey. You know what I mean? So it's like no matter what you do, it's a journey. It is. It is. It is. So you're never there. So it's like, yeah, you should not judge yourself and be like, oh, I'm, I'm not there yet, and yada mm-hmm. yada yada. No, it's a journey. It's a journey. Yeah, and ju- yeah, and yet again, just just know that like, if you can talk the talk, like they maybe will assume you can walk the walk too. So yeah, so for you anyone, will walk the walk too, yeah. because like the more you talk it, the more you you become what you think you are, and it's yeah. like one of those weird things that is like motivational speech and whatever you know. Mm-hmm. And some people feel bad about it, but I'm like, no, if you talk to talk you learn that yeah. and then the next step is like you learn the walk to walk you know or you learn yeah. you walk the walk and then you do actually the thing so you, you mm-hmm. say the things you do the things you are the thing yeah yeah i mean like so like i was like so one of my buddies recently you know he was telling me about like yeah man it, i'm having a hard time in the dating world i can't i can't find anyone like in and he'll be like you know uh, but then he finally found a girl and he was like and he's like yeah oh god i gotta clean my house i gotta get some new clothes i gotta do all these things and i kind of stopped him i was like I was like, yeah, but you're you're lying then, like, right? In, in like a month, you're not going to be that. In a month, your house isn't going to be clean. In a month, you're not going to be wearing like a suit and tie every day. So like, you need to live the life. Like that's that's where it comes down to is it, it shouldn't be this thing where you put on a mask and a cape. It yeah. should be like, no, you you should be that then. Be that brand. You want to be this clean, yeah. awesome person. Yeah, if you're a clean person, you should yeah. your house should be clean. You know, like that's a, that's the a thing. You know, yeah. like you cannot you can't fake steak. You 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 mm-hmm. you know you you can become steak and it's a weird example but it's basically mm, like yeah. if you're a dirty person it's really hard to pretend you're a clean person but if you if you do it often enough you will become a clean person you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly and i think like um and it comes through like if you live that creative life it just comes through i mean like look at you know at some point you know look at uh you know famous designers and famous artists and um like uh like david chow's a good uh, like a big painter obviously right so it's like like look at like him and how he lives and he lives consistently he's always artist he's always on it's not like he 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 puts on a mask it's like no he's always that and i think yeah. like that's when it reads really legitimately where you're like you know every time i see fitzay he's looking great he's he's in and every time <laughs> the i best shape of his life <laughs> oh my god he just did the fupa on camera We're well to get... nobody saw it it's your angle that's gonna be my first youtube clip right there in slow motion as you doing what you just did slow motion fupa because <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's doing he's like, cutting to the camera so you can do all the terrible stuff off camera i see what's going on now. yep that's how we do but yeah so you know so so one thing you know and we didn't really get into this i won't i won't get too deep into this but one thing i did want to i did want to bring up with the creative energy um so there's this one um guy so i so i was listening to the um i uh the idou uh podcast it's a great it's like a it's a creative inspiration podcast so shout out to their podcast um idio is a really great agency but um they're interviewing uh, keith yamashita and he's like a he's a pretty he's a he's a really good well-known creative kind of in the design world as well but um but i loved what he said um he had he had one statement that like really resonated with me and it was um his thing was ask beautiful questions 
And I and I really it love just that. Sounds good. <laughs> you know, he says, you know, if you feel like you're not getting the answers and the feedback from clients that you want, then that means that you need to ask more beautiful questions, and then you'll get the beautiful answers that you want. Um, a lot of us, you know, you know, so you put something in front of the client, you're like, what do you think? Well, what are you going to get from that? You're going to be like, we like it or we hate it. And that's all you're going to get because that's yeah. all you gave them. But if you're like, so I know you had said that you wanted that phase shift color and you wanted that cutting edge. I mean, do you feel like that's happening here? Do you like, it's like make more beautiful like questions, that. give them more things to jump off of. Yeah. Um, and I think do that with yourself too in life That as is well. actually such a good, yeah, I was not thinking about it. Like all I learned was like, you got to ask the right questions, but mm -hmm. that, that maybe is even not good enough because right. it's not beautiful enough. You maybe can ask like, what color do you like? That ain't a beautiful question, right. but like, um, you know, you could represent yeah. that way better. Like what, uh, what color do we need to pick so that the client, whatever, uh, you know, it represents exactly. the feeling the whatever, you know, and then mm -hmm. it becomes more like you think about it more instead of like, yeah, what color? Yeah. And so like, yeah, so playing off that color thing, like, so one thing that I do with like logos, right? So when you do logos, I always start in black and white. And then once they get kind of the form down, you move into color. So one thing that I started doing a few years ago that is, is, has been amazing is, you know, you show the, you show the logo by itself in white space. That's what most logo designers do. Like, oh, here it is looking as perfect, beautiful white space with these huge margins. But what you need to do is Grab logos from their ecosystem, right? So if you're redoing McDonald's logo, then you need to have Burger King, KFC, and then put them all in this logo wall and then put their logo in it and be like, now how does it look? And then that's the beautiful question because before they were like, you know what? The logo looks great when it's on white, but then sometimes yeah. they see it in the it, ecosystem. It could, it could shift everything. They're like, oh... You know what? It looks very similar to our competitor. I've had that happen. Our, mm -hmm. our, our, oh, you know what? It just doesn't stand out. It, it, it actually, so it's, so it's like, yeah, set up the beautiful scenarios too, because they, yet again, your clients don't know how to, you know, they're trying the best they can. They're trying to tell you yeah. it's good or it's bad or it's, you know, but, but they don't know. So it's like, it's up to you yet again to be like, yeah. So do you think that this reflects the goals or the audience? You know, do you think that this will work in that format and things? It's like, try to get to that level, try to lead them to to a good answer yeah i mean on the on, on i want to give it a little bit pushback just um because there's always a balance to everything mm -hmm. don't overcomplicate it the simple things ask the beautiful yeah. questions at the right moment you know it's like yeah, that's a good point too yeah i think you're right and yeah and yet again judge the room right yeah so if you have a guy that doesn't want the beautiful questions he wants the very simple straight yeah. computer generated questions yeah. yeah yeah also like like we said like when you read the room you you kind of can tell who's more experienced and obviously yeah. with your scenario the guy was very experienced and the other guy was like okay um he's pretty good or really good mm -hmm. but he was like not reading the guy really well so the the, the business level experience with the questions were different mm -hmm. and the other guy could immediately tell and it's like yeah so it yeah, you cannot, even then you can ask a beautiful question if it's mm -hmm. the wrong question. Yeah. And I like, you know, and even I thought after the meeting, I was like, do I do that with this client? Do I, does, and. Oh, and, and, the and, insecurities were bubbling up. Well, yeah. I mean, you have, cause I, cause you know, it's not like I, I had this, this one subcontractor that was trying to get involved in the project. It's not like he was a bad videographer. He's a great videographer. Yeah, so I was really, odd. I was really surprised when this happened. I was really like, what? I wasn't, this wasn't even something I thought was like a risky scenario. But, um, but then I kind of realized, you know why this 
this client likes me is because I let him talk. I mean, I'm just like, because he wants to talk about the marketing of it. He wants to talk about the bigger actually, picture. So just let him talk about it. Like, you It's don't, a really good trick to, you yeah. know, if if you want people to like you, you let them talk the most. Just it, listen. Just, they, yeah. You know, like how to win friends and influence friends or whatever. That's like mm. one of those big books that you're supposed to read. And everybody loves talking about themselves, how great they are, whatever mm -hmm. they do, you know. And it's like. If you do that with a client, you probably you did your job right because like yeah. they want to tell you about you uh, about especially their especially if you're asking the beautiful questions like yeah. right like if they're like you know they're telling you about like yeah so I, I you know the I market it for these reasons and stuff and you're like yeah but have you ever thought that when you do that if you did this yeah and like I can't tell you if you do that if you <laughs> if you put that little like beautiful question in the middle of listening and empathy. They don't even care. They're like, they're like in love with you. I've had that happen where you just say the right question. Everyone in the room is like, oh, we didn't think of that. And they like look around and they're like, we literally had meetings before this and we never even thought of that. And that's when you're awesome. That's when like you are, you're creating so much value that like we came in here for a video or a logo or a social media ad. But what you just gave us is like, like, and that's, yeah. that's the value. That's, it's, it's really funny. Like, I think a lot of, a lot of creatives will say that, that like, you know, they come for the logo, they come for the video, they come for the brochure, but they, come but for they, the but they stay too. because of the empathy and the, the creativity and the, and really just the partnership. It's like, also an experience. So. Like I personally think like when you get hired and you show up, there's a whole experience with the whole thing. You want to feel fancy. You want to feel good. You want to, mm. you know, you want to show like I spent some serious cash on that. You don't want it like, yeah. oh, yeah, you have somebody just rolling up and being like loosey-goosey, you know. Mm -hmm. Like at least on a wedding, for example, if you bring like four or five cameras, they're like, wow, this is cool. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, you know, you want the whole experience to be good. And mm -hmm. obviously good questions, all that reading the room makes everything just better. Oh, it does. It does. I mean, it's because it does. It's and, and that's where the word of mouth comes. Like I, th there's no greater feeling than when you have clients introduce you to other clients because they they trust you it's like it's like when i you introduce someone to another one of your friends when you have like one of your friends meet another one of your friends there's this cool like you trust them you you yeah. wouldn't do that if you if you thought this friend would fight this friend on that note though i think like it's actually time to wrap this episode up and actually introduce ourselves sean who are you what do you do and <laughs> well, yeah, if this is your first episode, uh, you know, my name is Sean Craig. I am a web designer and a visual brand consultant that works out of uh, Colorado and sometimes Florida. I do stuff all over the East Coast. Um, just like most creatives, I have my hand in a lot of different pots, including this podcast. Yeah. How about you, my good sir? Well, I am Fitz, or I'm Michael Christopher Fitzgerald. I have a <laughs> video production company for social media with a really fancy booklet with the LLC. Yeah, thing. we were looking at his lawyer booklet here. It is really fancy. Yeah, but basically. Basically, I'm a videographer who does social media content and a lot of video work. Um, mm -hmm. A little bit of everything, but in the end, we're doing this podcast together to help you guys with the freelance world to be more creative and just like learn more while doing. Yeah, and hopefully we're doing a great job of that. So, you know, stay tuned. You know, like I said, in the description, um, we're going to have a link to that GoFundMe. Please, any money you can give. Uh, this guy and his wife are probably the coolest people on the planet. Um, so so definitely help them out. Um, we're all a tribe here. So even if there's been even one little thing in this podcast that you've enjoyed, please just give us five, ten bucks. Uh, you know, they just need any help again. So I just want yeah. to shout that out. Like, You're too nice. You're too nice. Um, on that note, though, I really need to go on the toilet and after that go to the ICU and just make it happen again <laughs> all right and that's oversharing with fits thanks everybody <laughs> <laughs> oh boy i had too many cups of coffee